0: Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling, both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, welcome back to Ambitious Motherhood. I am so excited to dive into this topic of three lessons that me and my clients learned during this pandemic, during this global shutdown, during all that's been going on, the three lessons that we learned as we hit our biggest months. What was crazy was to look back at the end of a lot of the shutdowns when governments were starting to reopen and businesses were starting to operate again. It was crazy to run the numbers, to look back over what my clients have done, myself, what I had done, and to realize that, The last however many weeks have been huge shifters and game changers in our business income and impact, and our revenue numbers are showing that. And so I wanted to come and create this episode because there were some huge lessons that many of them learned, some stories that happened, some shifts that had to occur during the whole process. I mean, as I'm going to tell you today, different clients had different experiences at different times. There were some people that they immediately felt some of the constriction that went with the pandemic and all that happened. You know, they immediately lost clients or they immediately felt like, oh no, this guy is falling. My business is doomed. And then some, it didn't really hit until weeks and weeks into it. And they still had that opportunity to choose how they would move forward. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today is that there are always opportunities. There are always opportunities in upturns and downturns and no turns. I don't even care. (laughs) There are always opportunities. And so if there's always opportunities, the difference actually comes down to what are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? Are you seeing opportunities or are you seeing uh, lack or are you seeing struggle? Like what are you choosing to see in this moment? And by the way, you can choose at any moment to shift your focus and make a change in what you choose to see going forward. The magic is actually in the now. You've got to be focused on the now. Like what are you currently choosing to see, feel, do, and experience now? And that's where the shift happens and you can shift that at any moment Here's what I know, and I've mentioned this a lot in in past episodes. It's a theme, it comes up all the time, and it's because it's important. But what you focus on expands. What you seek, you will find, right? You could come up with any kind of random thing right now, and you could Google it, and you could find proof of whatever it is you're seeking. Like it's just, it's going to happen. You can find proof of whatever it is you're seeking. So the question is what are you seeking? If you're seeking abundance, you're going to find that. If you're seeking lack, you're gonna find that. If you're fearing lack, you're gonna find that, right? So all we, like I mentioned, all we truly, truly have right now is how we handle this specific moment right now. The results that you will experience from this opportunity in time, okay? So like the past however many weeks during the pandemic, that opportunity, but today, as you're listening to this, the opportunity right now in time The results you will experience from this moment will be determined by how you handle and view this micro moment, okay? So regardless of what's going on, we get to choose what the story is and how it will affect us. And we get to choose the action that we take from that place to create something extraordinary. If you've never heard of this, the red car effect, the pregnant ladies walking all over the place effect. explain that in a second (laughs) or it's also called the Bader-Meinhof effect and it's a cognitive bias and i've talked a couple of times about these different cognitive biases these different ways our brains naturally start to make assumptions and start to notice things it's they're basically like little shortcuts for our brain to be able to assimilate and process information so the red car effect and I know you've seen this, right? Where you decide, let's just say for example, you decide you want a black Yukon Denali, okay? You've decided, you want it, you're telling your husband all the time, you wanna turn in the minivan and you wanna get a Yukon. The kids are getting older, you don't need the sliding doors, the cup holders aren't that cute anymore, you want the Yukon, right? And so you're thinking about it all the time, on Kelly Blue Book all the time, you're, you're, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden you start seeing this Yukon all over the place. Why does it seem like everybody owns a Yukon Denali? Are you the last one to this Yukon Denali party? I don't even know, right? So that is kind of the whole red car effect slash Yukon Denali effect, okay? (laughs) You start seeing it everywhere. And yes, I do really like Yukons. And yes, the minivan is still slightly more convenient for us and our family right now, but I look forward to the day when we turn that puppy in and get a Yukon. Anyway, I digress. It can also show up like how many of you, when you got pregnant, All of a sudden you start to see a bunch of pregnant people you're like oh my gosh is the entire world pregnant right now oh am i late to the pregnant party like what in the world right so that is the bader-meinhoff effect happening right this is the red car effect and this is a whole illustration to show you that what you focus on you will find your brain is constantly going to work for you to find proof for you of what you believe to be true okay, or what you want or desire. So if you're focusing on lack, your brain is going to go out there and find you proof of lack so that you're like, yep, you're right, brain. There is no opportunities here. This sucks. I'm done. My business is over. Blah, 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 right? This whole saga. But it also works on the reverse side. If you're focused on, you know what, this may not be ideal, but there's opportunity here. Things are happening for me. And you are going to find those things, I guarantee you, because your brain is going to go to work and find you proof of what you believe to be true. And the work that you have to do is to figure out what exactly those beliefs are. And if they're not serving you, be ready to shift them, okay? So that's the red car effect. And whether it's a big shift like this that we're currently experiencing in our country, in our economy, in politics, or in just injustice and the things that go along with the fellow man that we live and work with and and do life with, regardless of what it looks like, whether it's a big shift like that or something super tiny, like, oh my gosh, you just ended up in Facebook jail. And now you can't do your live stream challenge or now you can't post in Facebook groups and all of this stuff. You always get to choose what side of the coin that you will see. And sure, like if you're stuck in Facebook jail and you can't do a live stream, that sucks. But there's a way you can still still take that and make it into an opportunity. Like maybe you end up going live on Instagram and you start to do your Instagram lives from there and you realize, holy moly, you have a whole audience over there that was ready, willing, and able, but they would have never ever watched you over on Facebook. And it just turned into this opportunity for you that you could have never planned, right? That's just a little example, but there are always opportunities and you always get to choose which side of the coin you will see. So that's what we're going to go into in this episode is those three lessons from me, from my clients, as we all kind of were experiencing huge shifts over the past couple of months with this pandemic, the growth mentally that came from it, the spiritual growth that came from it, the financial business growth and success that came from it. And it's just crazy. Like, so, so many of my clients experienced their biggest month ever or experienced a huge win that at the beginning of all of this, they just couldn't see ways and we had opportunities to shift it. So let me get into that. Let me tell you a little bit about the type of clients I'm sharing with you today. I'm not going to give names. I'm not going to give a ton of specifics, but there are going to be some examples from their business and from their life that I'm going to bring into this conversation. And here's the thing about who I work with. I attract crazy ambitious female entrepreneurs who have massive hearts to serve. They have massive hearts not just to serve their community, their business, but their family. They have massive heart for their family and their lifestyle. And favorite part of this is they have massive skills. They are so flipping good at what they do and they have a load of integrity to go with it. Like a load. Okay. And so, you know, a lot of the women I'm going to be sharing with you today, they're they are women in the B2B space, meaning they serve other business owners, the business-to-business market, through marketing, through writing, through design, coaching, consulting, like whatever that is, right? The B2B space. They're leaders in their respective spaces. So I'm a coach of leaders. I coach leaders, people that are turning around and taking the shifts they're making, and they're transforming their audience, Whether they're a strategist or consultant, either way, they are taking the shifts they're experiencing and pouring that out into their audience and through their work. Transformational leaders. So like they're leaders in their respective spaces. And what I mean is people are looking to them for guidance as well. So I get to support them in making sure they're healthy and they're coming at this from a healthy perspective so that they can then shift and help and share their changes with their people and serve in that way. That ripple effect I'm obsessed with. And I'm going to get into some examples of how one client was able to really shift her perspective and immediately, like immediately turn around and give that same thing back to her client and to just watch how everything shifted. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but we'll get there. So these are also women who have clients in various industries, various walks of life. I like, I wanted to say this because I think in the online space, um, a lot of us do have online clients. So we weren't all drastically affected by like, oh crap, businesses shut down. Now we can't meet. Ooh, no. A lot of us have online clients and that is, that is powerful. And I think if you're in a position where you don't have online clients and you aren't poised and positioned in the online space, then send me a dm on instagram right now. <laughs> like we need to get you set up and ready. So send me a message and let's talk about your online strategy. But I just definitely wanted to kind of transparently share with you that these women, they have clients mostly in the online space, but a lot of them are in various industries, various walks of life, and some have brick and mortars combined with online entrepreneurs, blah 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 blah. Some are B2B, some are not. They're B2C. So we'll get into that. Last thing I want to mention about this is Most of my clients have figured out the online game, meaning they're already online and they've already put an infrastructure into place. So there were some shifts that needed to happen, but they weren't like, oh no, we have to go rebuild everything or build everything from scratch, right? They were positioned in a strong way that allowed them to get these results. So I tell you that because I want you to understand that. Like Rome wasn't built in a day, right? And it's gonna take some time. So if you're at the beginning of your journey, it may not look like you're able to hit a 20K month next month, and that's okay. Maybe not even your first six months or year or two year, and that's okay. I want you to get excited about your journey and what it is you're doing and learning the lessons you need to learn and the seasons you need to learn them. That's the biggest thing I wanna want you to focus on. And as you're listening to this, it's really it can be easy, depending on the place that you're in mentally, to get down on yourself. Like, oh, it worked for them. It's never going to work for me. I want to remind you that we don't live in a zero sum world. It's not, oh, because she has, then that's why I don't have. Okay. I want you to remember that these stories, these lessons should excite you. They should make you so stinking excited because now you know it's possible for you. Like I remember hearing the story of Usain Bolt, who I think it was a four minute mile. He was a runner, track runner, and nobody had ever run a mile in under, I think, I think it's four minutes. I'm could be so wrong. (laughs) I have no concept of running. So I don't, I don't run. So I don't know how good, anyway, I could ramble. But he, at the time people were like, there's no way this can happen. It's physically impossible with physics and with aerodynamics and all this stuff. And he did, he ended up running it. And the moment he beat that record was the moment when So many other people were able to beat that record too. Why? Why? For years and years and years, nobody was able to break this record. And then all of a sudden he breaks it and handfuls of other runners are now able to. Well, it's because the barrier was never physical. It was always in your mind. And that's the cool thing. And that's why I get excited when I see other people succeeding. Because I know if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. And I want you to take on that same attitude And remember, what you focus on expands. So if we're focusing on the abundance and the fact that there's success out there for the taking, that's what you're going to find. So now that I've kind of set this thing up, let's get into it. When the shutdown happened, I was in deep with my clients, with each one of them, making sure they were good in their mind, that they felt secure about this time, Uh, whether they were private clients, group clients, mentor mind clients, whoever kind of clients, I was in deep with them in conversation and helping as much as possible, okay? And so as leaders, here's the thing. As a coach of leaders, here's what I know. You have to get it right with you before you can provide support and guidance to others. I support a lot of people, like I mentioned, that are up in this space. They're supporting other people. They're, you know, transformational leaders. And so we've got to get the transformation right within ourselves first so that we can show up for our audience from a really strong, empowered place. So the last thing we want to do is add to the noise. We want it to be intentional. We want it to be effective, okay? I'll tell you, emotions were high, right? Let's let's all just take a second and like go back to March, the middle of March, when all this started to happen. Emotions were high, right? And I'll say like about 50% of my clients, they have businesses that – The income from their business provides the majority of their household income. So there was this added pressure to provide and to have to force and show up. And and if I don't have, you know, if I don't make this money, then, then what's that mean for my family? And we can't pay bills and like all of these like doomsday things that our mind can start to paint a picture of. And that is so real. I don't want to discount the feelings. It is so, so real. And I feel you on that hardcore if that's you or if you've been there. Here's what I know though about that pressure. That pressure can take a woman out of her feminine power really quickly, right? And take them into a place of striving and force and I gotta make this thing happen. And da da da, da. and in my experience, that force that striving can actually it can actually slant your judgment and take you out of a place of alignment which can lead to that loss in clients right it can lead to that loss of revenue so i was super super aware of that and that the possibility of that could happen in my clients and was just really aware of being able to steward that genius of each client individually as it came up like to steward them well through this situation and help them navigate Those thoughts and feelings. Okay. So the emotions were a range. The life situations were a range. The industries that they were in were a range. Okay. There was a large spectrum. Yeah. Like I've already mentioned, like my, I want to bring together these top three lessons uh, of the shifts that they've made because when this happened, everyone was sure in the middle of March that the ride was over, the wave was over, online business was over. There's no way this, we're going to survive this. It's over. Right and quite contrary, actually. And that's what we're going to get into, the perspective shifts that I was able to bring to them to show how they are poised and positioned and ready. So you get what you focus on. And in the rest of this episode, I'm going to get into the shifts that led to results like 20K months for the first time. And not only that, by the way, like surpassed 20K months. We had one, one client that had a goal of that, and she more than surpassed that. So hashtag new minimums. Like there are new energetic minimums happening in the revenue game for us over here with our goals because they've been surpassed. It's time for some new minimums there. One launched a low ticket offer and sold 50K in the first month. Holy heck, so cool, right? One, you know, she's still continuing to sign high ticket clients, kept over 95% of client roster, paid in full packages still flying in, requests for work from past proposals. Like I could go on and on talk about all these results and all these different clients, but like you get the point, right? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Here's the thing. When there, when this all started, there were three types of people out there. There was the flight, the fight and the freeze. Okay. So the fight, the the flight, (laughs) the flight was the person who was like, yep, you're right. I'm out throwing in the towel. I'm not meant for this. I'm out. Right. Then the fight was the person who's like, no way I'm going to figure this thing out. I might need to bend, I might need to move, but I'm here. And then the freeze, the freeze person's like, oh crap, huh, what? And just freezes. No movement was made. Okay, so there was three different things and no judgment. Like, I want you to look at that right now, kind of post shutdown y lifeness. Things are not back to normal by any means, but look at it and say, which one was I? Was I a flight? Was I a fight? or was I a freeze? And there's no judgment. There's no story. I think it is just good for you to know which one you fell into. Okay. But here's what my clients who were successful during this time did. They didn't change their industry. They didn't change their niche. They didn't, you know, throw their offer suite out the window and create something completely new. They didn't stop moving altogether and freeze. They didn't quit throwing the towel admit defeat. They didn't spend weeks in isolation creating something. They acted fast. So the first lesson I want to share with you is stop the projection and the fear of a not so ideal reality. You choose which side to see and you choose which side to see and operate from a place that serves that, right? So if you're operating from a place of fear, this keeps you from seeing the path that takes you where you actually want to go. All you actually see when you're operating from a place of fear are the steps that are going to take you to where you don't want to go. Okay, if that's where your focus is, you walk towards where you focus. And if your focus is on where you don't want to go, all you're going to see is a step to take you to where you don't want to go, right? (laughs) Uh, I said that slow because it can seem super simple to where I had to think. And I'm like, does this make sense? It does make sense. Think about it. If you're walking towards this tree and that tree is not where you want to go, and you're looking at that tree, you're going to walk towards that tree, okay? So you have to focus on where you want to go. And if we're focused on the fear and we're projecting this fearful future reality, that's what we're going to get, okay? So we actually all do this all the time. And I want you to start catching yourself doing this. And it sounds usually sounds like absolutes or comes attached to some dramatic story like, I knew this would happen. I knew this would come to an end at some point. This was too good to be true. They were right, whatever. It can sound like that. Or it can sound like, all of my clients are going to cancel and I'm doomed and how am I going to feed my family? By the way, all of these are valid feelings. I don't want to discount that. But the problem is when we let these stories run our life, okay? So just notice these things. Notice that none of these things are actually true. Not today. And remember, the magic is in the now. The magic is right now. And are any of these things true right now? The answer is no. So you get a chance today, now, right this second to shift and move towards the actual place you want to go. Shift your focus, okay? Yeah. So if we keep our thoughts and focus on the place that we don't want to go, that's what's going to happen, right? If we come from a place of knowing that all of our clients will drop us, then eventually we'll have that reality that we feared, right? If we come from a place of knowing that all of our clients are going to drop us, or all of this negative experience that we fear is going to happen, then eventually we will have that reality before us. Your fear and projection of an undesirable future is what might actually be drawing that undesirable future towards you, okay? So I kind of call this lesson the breaking of the generational curse because it's the buck stops at me curse. Like you will stop it with you. You're a shifter. You have the opportunity to stop this thing right now. And here's what I mean. Like the the chain of hiring and firing just kind of flows. And especially if you're in the B2B space, you're going to be affected by it, right? You know, the chiropractors cancel the ad agencies and the ad ag- agencies cancel the, the you know, copywriters and the copywriters cancel the business coaches and the business coaches, you know what I mean? It just keeps going. So at some point the buck has to stop and we have to say no, no. This is not the future we're going to see. This is not the future we're going to paint. There's a way to survive and and thrive through this season. When we predetermine how the outcome is going to be before ever living in the current moment, we give our future no chance to be better than the negative picture we have in our heads. I'm going to say that again. When we predetermine how the outcome is going to be before ever living in the current moment, we give our future no chance to be better than the negative picture we have in our heads. You miss opportunities to challenge, to love, to call out, to call up. And I want to bring in an example. One of my clients was struggling hardcore with this. Everything was fine with COVID until it wasn't, right? She was one of those ones that kind of experienced a lag in the restriction and just the, you know, client pendulum that can happen, right? She was emotional. Feelings that were so valid, so, so valid. And by the way, don't judge your feelings. like They are what they are, period. Okay? Feel the feelings, but you've got to be prepared to reap what those feelings bring if you sit in them for too long, if you sit in them for an extended period of time and you take action from that place. So we got on the phone. We had a Mayday call, if you will. It's not typical. We're on a cell phone call on, I I don't even remember what day it was. I think it was like a Sunday or something. But We needed a Mayday call, and that's like a benefit of my clients and what they get. So without coaching you through what I coached her through fully, I don't want to like share all the details, but here's kind of what went down. She had opportunities in that moment, in that call, to see a different perspective, and she was ready to see them, okay? And as a coach, as her coach, I was presenting these opportunities and giving her the chance to rise up, and it was up to her to rise up. So what happened next with this whole thing is what is my favorite part. (laughs) It's what lights me up about coaching and the work that I do. And that is the ripple effect. And I've already kind of talked to you guys about that in this episode, but it's, it's the whole, you just got coached and now you go out and coach and love on your audience of influence from a place that's stronger and not so coincidentally, this is not coincidence at all, by the way, she had a client doing the same thing to her wanting out of a contract, couldn't see how she'd be able to afford things going forward, feeling contraction, feeling the worst. And she had the opportunity to share her story, to share her perspective shifts and give her client the opportunity to be called up to a higher place. Remember, both options are available all the time, a full roster or clients falling off the earth and dwindling. The question is, which are you focusing on? And both her and her client Have gone on to succeed in huge ways since making that decision to shift focus. Record-breaking months back-to-back, and her clients as well, okay? It's insane. I'm obsessed with the ripple effect. She stepped up and broke that generational curse. I am so obsessed with that. Another client of mine, she's in the teaching space, and it's actually kind of laughable to think about the original thoughts that she had originally because it was like, Oh no, there's not going to be teachers in the classroom. My business is over. It's been a great run. This we're done, right? But again, like what side do you want to see? And I can remember saying, "Yeah, teachers aren't in classrooms anymore, but they're still teaching." But also, did you realize you just got a bunch of new teachers that are now at home with their kids teaching? Like all these parents are teaching. We just had an increase in market like that how cool is that, right? It's an opportunity. And so without going into a ton of detail with her, she ended up creating a product that was so different than what anybody had seen. She was the quickest to market. It was ingenious. Now there are a lot of people doing the same thing as well. She added a ton of value and made multiple five figures in that first month, that first four weeks. Insane. Insane, right? So good. So again, what side do you want to see? Don't let your future fear, your fear of the future, create that reality that you don't want because it will happen. It will come into you if that's what you focus on. So second lesson is the high ticket, low ticket, it all works right now. And here's a spoiler. High ticket, low ticket, it all works always. It always has. It always will. That's not the question. High ticket, low ticket not the question. And I'll get to that in a second. But when this all went down, I started to hear things from clients like, does this mean I need to create a low ticket offer? Well, my high ticket coaching program, not sell anymore. Should I, maybe I, Hmm. membership sites, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Not kidding. Membership sites. That question came up a ton, a ton. And it was mostly just because somebody was launching, if you know what I'm saying. But again, so a lot of this projection of a future reality, you don't want anyway, right? And here's the truth. And the truth that my gals who succeeded during this time, they embraced. And that's the truth that it all works. All of it, any combination, It doesn't matter. So, if it all works, what do you do? (laughs) Whatever you want. Whatever your people want. The people that won during this season were the ones that didn't scrap what they had. They just found a way to slightly tweak the messaging a bit or shift in the smallest way possible to make a huge impact. And they acted quickly out of intuition. So, whether we're in a season of change, Whether we're in a season of just complete upheaval, which is like what things seem to be. Like there's nothing that's really stable, um, consistent, or we can expect. Which, by the way, I don't think we ever were. I'm going to go on a little side tangent here. I don't think we ever really were safe or things were predictable. Or it's just there was like this illusion of stability. That illusion of stability has been lifted since this pandemic has happened, since the shutdown, since all the things, right? This illusion of things being normal, meh, there's no such thing. The only moment we've ever had is now. Not promised a future. Definitely don't want to relive the past, but I got today. And that's where the magic happens. Okay, so there's never been stability. (laughs) So don't wait around for more stability to come. We got to create and operate right now and create the future we want side tangent over. <laughs> but the people that won during the season were, were the ones, like I said, that acted quickly. They acted out of intuition. So whether you're in a season of change, it all works. It always has worked. It's not what will work, but it's what and how do I want it to work for me? That's the question I want you to ask yourself. What do I want and how do I want it to work for me? So let's get into the third lesson. This one is so simple but incredibly impactful. And this is my favorite because it's, it's just simple, right? Like at the beginning of all of this, people were asking me, what am I doing? Where's my focus? And I told my audience, I told my clients, I told them, here is my simple two point plan. It's my whole MO during this season. And honestly, it's my whole MO in business in general, summed up into two points, show up and serve. Show up and serve. This means through content. This means through conversation with no agenda other than to show up, listen, and serve. So, okay, okay, okay. I think I'm going to make it a three-point agenda, right? Show up, listen, and serve because that listen is so important. Oh, my gosh. Even right now with all that we're experiencing with just racial divide and, you know, racial injustice and the things that are going on in our country, the best thing you can do right now is show up, shut up and serve. You've got to listen. You've got to listen. We've got to listen. Okay, I I have to listen. I'm speaking for myself. I'm listening. Show up and serve through your content. Show up and serve through conversations with no agenda other than to just show up, right? Business, success, financially, success, relationally, fulfillment-wise, it can all be a lot easier than we make it out to be. Show up and serve. And so the people that won during this season were the people that just showed up and they served and there were opportunities that came up for them to show up and serve in a way that brought in financial means, right? But you've got to first start with just the heart to show up and serve and the rest comes through. So I am obsessed with what this current season is teaching me. It's teaching my clients and the ripple effect that it's having and we're not done. We're not done. Like like I said, things are not stable. They're not back to normal. There is no such thing as normal. Like, It's going to continue to feel this way, right? And we have one choice. We choose right now where our focus is, okay? So there were a lot of wins that came out of this global shutdown, and I would love to hear from you what kind of shifts you experienced mentally, financially, spiritually, like whatever that looks like, Come send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what it is you might have experienced. But what if you choose today to see what could be and what you wanted and you acted from that place? What could you create? Remember that in every season, in every shift, there are multiple angles, things to see and outcomes that could happen. But the one thing you can control is what you focus on and what side you are choosing to see and that you're acting, taking action from that place. So I want you to, if you've enjoyed this episode, I hope you've taken some notes. I hope you've found some inspiration to really go out and start today creating that future reality you desire. I want you to screenshot your show and post it on Instagram story. Tag me at Katie Fleming. I would love to reshare your story as you're listening to these episodes that we're bringing you every single week. And as always, I'm here for you. If there's any conversations you want to have, if there's any questions you have or things you're struggling with or thoughts that you might have flowing through your mind, come send me a message. Let's talk about it. I am an open book and ready to have conversations with you, hard, easy conversations, great conversations fun conversations, or the hard ones, like all of the things, right? I'm here for it, ready for it. And let's do this thing. But I will catch you on the next episode where eh, I'm not going to tell you, just get excited, get excited. It's going to be good. And I love you all so, so much.